one time in real estate episode. What is that funny? It's great. It was just a little new intro. I like it. Good. It's episode number 15. We may mix it up people, but anyway, a sense of urgency. Too few people have a sense of urgency. A sense of urgency doesn't mean you're pushy. It doesn't mean you don't follow the, from I think a three or four back to psychographics and meeting people where they're at. It's none of that. A sense of urgency is doing what most people don't want to do in a timely manner. We talk about this, Sarah, and when I know we talked about it earlier, people do 90%, but then they forget or they're scared to do the rest that closes the deal. I meet somebody at an open house on a Sunday. If you could tell me what I need to do after that open house to have the best opportunity to succeed with that client, would it be putting them in my CRM Tuesday, Wednesday? Definitely not. What do I do? So... Let me just tell you, because I'm so passionate about this, because this does frustrate me. Uh, when you meet someone, first of all, what other like opportunity do you have to get belly to belly? I know this is one of Mark's favorite things, belly to belly, ear to ear with a potential buyer where they're in front of you, but an open house. So it's such a beautiful opportunity. And then if you are a people person and I personality, which most people holding open houses are, then you have the opportunity to bond with them right off the bat and start building that relationship. And, and then they leave, they walk out the door and they go and meet five other potential agents that also have the opportunity to bond with them. So the, the, best thing you can do is to re-engage them as quickly as possible. So what we say is film a video that's personalized to that client that you just met and say, it was such a pleasure meeting you. And I, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming to my open house. And I would love to touch further on your must have criteria. And also I know you had had a question about blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to just fill you in on that as well. So I'm going to call you at this time and, and we can chat further, but I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed meeting you and send that to them. Obviously what, I mean, who else is is doing that. So that's going to leave such a lasting impression. But then you call them, obviously, like you promised in the video, and then you set them up in your CRM as quickly as possible, like right after you send that off. And then you start dripping on them with with houses that you believe fit their criteria. And you ideally set an appointment to meet and discuss their, their, their search further. And one of the easiest touches is if they are not searching, you've set them up on a search, you see they're not searching, the easiest touches, Sarah, again, awesome meeting you at the open house. I did set you up on a search on, this is a nugget, on our real estate market watch site. Not just on our website, but on our real estate market watch site, our real estate portal. I set you up and I noticed that you haven't opened that. Did I possibly get the wrong email? Or did you receive that? Or did it go into spam? Numerous questions, but I'm looking to engage you, add value, make it about you, not about me. I'm bummed that you haven't opened up my search. But by the way, when I get out of judgment that I'm bummed and into curiosity, that maybe it went into your spam. Maybe you've been busy and didn't open it, but yet I can reach out to you. It only works in this situation when you've done what you've already done. You sent that video. You set them up on your CRM. Look, if you meet somebody on a Sunday, set them up on the CRM Tuesday, follow up Thursday. 
that's disrespectful. It actually, I take a different approach. I actually think it's disrespectful. Sarah, the boss, sales boss, she wants sales, which I respect. The easiest, best, highest conversion will be when you leave that open house, do exactly what Sarah said. But I also look at it in one other way. You, number one, you probably are not going to make Sarah happy because you're probably not going to bond with them and sell because if they realize that's how you operate their business, your business, when a house comes on the market, if you're going to wait two days in this hot market, how's that going to work out for a buyer if you wait two days? They lose it. Great. So how you do one thing is how you do everything, which you love to say. So if you set them up two days after you met them, what's that going to look like for the market? Well, it's going to look like you're subpar, but they'll also know very quickly that they don't want to work with you, typically. So they just won't respond. <laughs> so you're not going to make Sarah very happy no. in her sales. No. But I think it's disrespectful. Don't even waste your time. I met you at the open house. You and I had a nice relationship, and yet you haven't done anything for two days. Is it that I didn't make enough impression? Am I buying too low of a house? Because you were holding open a $600,000 house and I'm only going to buy three hundred. dollars is it you don't want to work with me? We have to think about other people. And this goes back to our earlier podcast. $600,000 open house, $300,000 buyer. Could it be misconstrued that I don't want to work with you if I don't set you up for two days, three days? Absolutely. And then I just think about myself if I were the buyer. I'd be like, why am I now just getting a search on three days later from this agent like it would just feel weird like that it wouldn't it just it doesn't it's not a good look don't do it please don't do it (laughs) and for us when you have core values which we won't get into but we've talked about our core values responsiveness is one of our core values when you have a core value that looks like that responsiveness would be doing exactly what Sarah said. Lack of responsiveness would be doing what I had talked about setting them up two days later. But by the way, it doesn't just relate to an open house. This happens every day. You meet somebody, they give you a referral. What is the expectation when somebody gives you a referral? That I'm going to call them right away and reach out and start understanding their client's goals. Because the person that referred you said great things about Sarah that she's on top of it. So you're going to walk the walk. The other thing is, Sarah is going to take it a step further. And the person that referred her, she's going to call. She's going to thank them. And not thank them after the friend who they referred said, hey, I talked to Sarah. Because you're already behind. You want to call before that friend calls Thank you. I appreciate the referral. It means a ton to me. And I'm rest assured, I will take care of your friend. Treat them like gold. It's responsiveness. It's being reliable. Well, in urgency, it's just so critical. I almost feel like it's one of those foundational things when an agent begins in this business business that they need to understand. Because I think about urgency when it comes into writing contracts and getting contracts accepted. And like you mentioned, things are moving so quickly that if you wait two days to show a buyer a home, the the home is, they they either have 15 offers by that time or it's not even on the market anymore. I mean, it's no joke how quickly things move. And I think about an agent who say you get a counter 
and this is, this has happened. This is, it's just such a bummer. You get a counter for your client and you're busy. Say you're at the baseball game and you're like, Oh, what if you're, let me interrupt. What if you're at your other job? Oh, how's that work out? And that probably does happen, unfortunately. And it's just, and so you delay your, you don't have a sense of urgency. You say, I'll get to it at five o'clock. And guess what? That count, that counter offer that you received is then retracted um, because they got a better offer. And now your client who could have signed off on that counter and been under contract lost out. And it's because you lacked urgency and it's the most sickening feeling and it just how you do one thing is how you do everything so if you don't have urgency when you meet a potential client who represents thousands of dollars that you can make then how are they going to do when they're writing an offer to potentially get their client a house it's just it's it can be very very disappointing the other thing we talk about is this market unit sales are down 30 percent 20 to 30 percent the agent population has reduced, but not 20 to 30%. So there's more agents competing for less opportunities. You should evaluate, is your service, is your attention to detail, is your sense of urgency going to outperform Sarah's sense of urgency when she was selling? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know why? Because she understood what it took to be successful. She didn't have to touch as many people as others do to sell the same amount of homes. And I guess we could reserve this. Like we may be going overboard, but we probably could reserve this whole thing for another one mm-hmm. because Sarah knew how to treat people. She knew how to have a sense of urgency. She knew how to be responsive, reliable. And so her conversions were higher than the other agents. And by the way, she was consistent at that. Not a bad way to work. No, and I I think that it's about going that extra mile um, because not many people do. And uh, it's actually not hard because it's just like you just said, it's about, well, what would I want someone to do for me? And um, and also it's so impressive just, and I think this is actually kind of depressing, but the level of service that people are expecting to get these days is actually kind of low. Like when, when you get really great service, it's like you're blown away these days because the bar has been set kind of low, unfortunately. And so like, take it upon yourself to be that person that sets the bar high. Like you will, you will go so far in your career and people will respect it about you. And, um, it's really not even that hard to do. That is a Whole, whole different podcast (laughs) when you're talking about the bar being set so low for customer service. Yep. Look, there are some incredible waiters and waitresses out there. Yep. But when I go to dinner, we comment on good service. We'll comment on amazing service because our expectation is that it's not that great. And we've adjusted. By the way, that should make it easier for you to send out, treat people, five-star service, have a focus on that, serve the heck out of them. And by the way, you know what happens? People tell somebody else about your service because they're equally surprised at how it went 
And now they're going to tell somebody else. And now you have a beautiful referral business. You still look, Sarah's runs this team. She hasn't sold in a couple years, but you know what she does? She still gets people that remember her service. And that says something to how you do business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really think a lot of it just started with the foundation of understanding urgency across the board. So probably again, from that car business, maybe everybody should start in the car business. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, it, that's one way to do it. So you'll sink or swim. I, you, it's quick. You mean it's not easy? It's definitely not easy. Oh, no. really? No. Nope. There is no e- I thought, I know there's no easy button in real estate, but I thought there would be in the car business. But you know what? There's not. And the reason there's not is because the minute they leave your lot, it's going to be difficult for you to bring them back around because they're ready at the next lot. They're being treated well. They're not being treated well. They're looking at the different brand. Mm-hmm. The beauty of what we do, we can sell every brand. You were, what was your brand? Ford. Ford. <laughs> she was a Ford lady, but you know Still what? Still am. You are? Yeah. All right, that's yeah. cool. You like Fords? <laughs> I do, actually. What's their thing? Isn't it like tough something? What, Built what is, Ford tough. Built Ford <laughs> I like it. Slogan. Slogan. Built Ford tough. I don't know what we are. We're built tough. Absolutely. We'll go with it. Mm -hmm. This episode, we're going to go with we are built tough. How about it? I like it. We're going to wrap it up.